Oh, I'd like to, but anything can happen, you know, it's football. That's like, I, I use, I'm a big stats man. I've sort of like built my own algorithm to predict like who's going to get the best points each game week, wow. look at all the fixtures, stuff like that. So my, yeah, as you said, my background's in analytics. I work as a data scientist, so love that sort of stuff. Um, but whether it comes to fruition, who knows, but it's, it's football, like you can't predict. That's why betting is a thing because anything can happen. Hello and welcome to FPL Mavericks, your one-stop shop for everything FPL. Let us bring out your inner maverick and we'll find you those FPL gems. Join us each week for the highs and the lows of FPL points, hauls and flops. How are you, mate? Hello, not bad. How, how are you doing? Good, man. Um, for all the new listeners, uh, my name is Ben and this week we've got Tim Yule, who, if I'm not um, wrong... It's currently 5.5 in the world, mate. Is that is that right? Yeah, I think slipping down. I was around the 2K mark a few weeks ago, but Man United assets have uh, let me down considerably over the last few game weeks. So, yeah, I'm currently around the 5.1K mark. But, yeah, this United game going currently could very well change that. I'm hoping will we'll push me further up. No, but, very yeah. cool. So this has been a bit of a very fortuitous... Um, you could say occasion because you've joined my local football football team, which is Manly Vale. And mm-hmm. then now that you're uh, you're, the, you're the highest scoring FPL player in the team, mate. So had, <laughs> had to get you on the pod. Yeah, thank you, thank you. I do feel sort of bad. I did. Um, I didn't know when I when I heard you on the pod. It was nice to nice to speak to you about that. But yeah, I didn't mean to. Uh, I'm not usually this good. It's a bit a lot of luck involved this year. I finished 40k last year, which That's- I think sort of position at the moment isn't it yeah mate. anything yeah. anything under 100k i think is amazing to be yeah. honest yeah, you're, yeah. you're fitting in you're fitting in a big uh football stadium or rugby stadium so uh, and then there's about you know nine is it nine million players and it grows each year so yeah gotta do Crazy. that so today buddy um we're gonna be picking some mavericks and a couple of uh a bargain bucket and a maverick captain for everyone who, who hasn't listened before, a Maverick is a differential pick that's under 10% owned that's going to either fly you up the mini leagues when you play them correctly, or unfortunately, if you get them wrong, sometimes they do bite you in the ass and it does send you down. So we're just going to go out there and go against the grain and give you a couple of picks to, to think about this week. Um, scores on the doors from last week with Roscoe and Betsy is actually quite tight i thought i was blown out the the water because roscoe picked sterling who got a hat trick who got 18 points and then betsy picked zahag that got three i picked lamptey who's on 12 and rashford who's on four and brighton are currently playing so there is a way back for me if lamptey or rashford come on and score or if both come on and one of them does something so We'll call it 6-3 to the guests, but we could have to strike this off by the end of the pod, Tim. What do you reckon? Yeah. So they're, they're both not starting. I've not seen the lineups. They're, they're not starting, mate. Yeah, just my luck. But Lamptey did get a, yeah. what I needed from him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so, mate, like obviously you were 2K. You had, um, obviously, not the greatest week this week, but 
yeah, talk us through your team and talk us through what your thoughts are for the, for the next couple of weeks, maybe. That would be good to hear. Okay. Okay, so yeah, currently got Sanchez in goal, Trent, Cancelo, stupidly bought in Emerson Rao. Should have listened to I listened to your part and uh, the port was a big shout and uh, Emerson Rao's just been awful. Jacob Ramsey got him in fairly early, happy with that pick. Bowen, of course, I've gone for Rafinha, currently got Fernandez, I've got Conor Gallagher, but I'm not too keen on him at the moment. I've got Watkins, Ronaldo, uh, Dennis, Ramsdale, Conor Cody has been my absolute gem. This season has been so good. And then just in the neighbour, Ben Johnson, who I thought would play a lot, but never plays. So no. my next wild card, I'm going to gonna ship him out, I think. But yeah, I've already, this week, I've already done Fernandez to Salah, which I think is going to be the most common chance this, this, this game week, coming into game week 26. I think that might be it. I'm scared of getting rid of Ronaldo, although he's hurt me the last few weeks. I've only got one free hit left, so I don't want to bring in too many Arsenal and Liverpool assets the, the blank in 27. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I need to spend a bit of time breaking it down, having a look at it. I have got a free transfer left. I may roll it. But yeah, that's my that's my current thinking at the moment. Yeah, mate. And so I think the big uh, question this week is TC on on Salah or, or Trent Alexander-Arnold. Um, surely there's, for, I mean, in my eyes, being a Leeds fan and seeing how badly we're playing at the moment, You've, you've got a triple captain, Salah, right? You've got to go ahead. Well, yeah, I'm a Norwich fan, so yeah, he's against Norwich and Leeds, so I, I, I can't think of anyone else to triple captain. Trent has almost come out of the woodwork the last couple of days. I think he's been big on Twitter. Um, I know Salah has been playing a lot of football recently, but I think he's that sort of player. He wants to be on the pitch. He wants to be scoring goals. He's chasing that golden boot. I think everyone's going to captain Salah, and I think even if he scores badly, that's not going to affect you. I think... In these sort of times, if you if you don't go again, if you don't go with the grain on a few things, then you're you're going to get really badly hurt if he, if he scores well and you haven't haven't done that. Mm. But I, I, I think bench boost is is an option for a lot of people. Uh, if Ben Johnson was playing for me, I would probably bench boost. But yeah. I think TC. I think everyone's going to TC. It's just been yeah. it's the perfect game. And you, you in the last couple of years, there's never been a better game week to do it than Norwich and Leeds, both at home. Have, Pretty awful defensively so far this season with King King Mo. So, yeah. What about you? Yeah, mate. Um, I hate going with the crowd. Uh, hence the the Maverick name. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, there's a, a time or two where you've got to, right? Otherwise, you just drop so far behind. And I've had a bit of a uh, mini renaissance. I was like, I think I was 350th in the world. I've made it up to 22,000 now. Oh, wow. Yeah, last few weeks I've seen you've done really, really well. Um, so I'm kind of now I'm like, I want to not lose my Maverick edge of happily taking a punt. <laughs> but it's got to be a, be a measured edge. And, and this week, yeah. you can't go against the, the Egyptian winger, can you? No. So that's you're going to... TC as well. I'll TC. I'll, TC, I'll TC this week. Yeah. Um, be interesting to hear a little bit about your strategy thoughts, mate, because I know you've got a analytical background. I'm a very much a player as I see. I'll only ever really plan um, if I hear that double game weeks have dropped or mm. like, you know, there's a, a, when I pick a player, it's a three or four weeks thinking, you know, all right, if he's got some horrible fixtures, 
I'll just not knock him on the bench or I'll just use a hit to get rid of him. What are your thoughts and how are you going to use your chips moving forward? Yeah, it's all about the planning. I think um, it's definitely looking four or five game weeks ahead. We've got the the blanks and some doubles confirmed. Obviously, 26 and 27 is a blank for some teams. Yeah. They think 30 might be a blank and they think 36 is a double. I think that's that's all I've heard. But just trying to work out. I've only got one free hit left. I'm not sure about you. But I used yeah. mine for, I remember Arsenal playing Norwich. That's the only thing I remember about that. But yeah. Um, just got to plan it out. I've got everything but one free hit. So I've got wild card, bench boost, triple captain. I'm going to use this week, and then free hit. But I just need to just need to sit down and sort of work it out. I think. What about you? Have you got got a plan in place? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm obviously going to use triple captain next week, and I've used a free hit. So I'm I'm going to try and get away with not using a free hit as a defensive chip mm-hmm. and use it as attacking chip. I don't know how I'm going to do that yet, but that's how I feel it's going to be, be a point of difference. So Yeah, very nice. I've not, actually not heard that. That sounds, yeah, fair play. Yeah, yeah. 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 We'll see. Look, I don't know. I haven't figured it out yet, but um, we'll see as the game weeks move. Right, mate, we'll, we'll jump in to some Mavericks quickly on the t- Twitter league. You'll be pleased to hear, mate, as you join the league. You're top of the league, 1640. Thank you. Mr. Conley, 1588. Uh, Kappa's in third. And then the highest scorer for the game week is Tag Harris, which is up at 80. And then I'll give an honourable mention to my Mrs. M, who had a, mass, a sterling week. She captain sterling and she hasn't shut up about it so well done em yeah Uh, but yeah mate you want to jump into the first maverick yes my first maverick although he's very big on twitter i was shocked to see his uh selected only 4.1 percent currently and that maverick pick is james ward prowse jwp currently sitting at 6.4 million um just sort of going overlooked got 98 points overall Playing for a Southampton side that are pretty bad defensively at the minute, I think. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's got eight point, just over eight points per game in his last seven matches against tough opposition. Southampton have the easiest run by FDR for the next five. They've got no blanks. They've got Everton, Norwich, Villa, Watford, and Burnley. So yeah, I'm really, really tempted to bring him in myself. To be honest, um, just yeah. seems to be everywhere. It seems to be involved in everything Southampton are doing, even like unbelievable free kick taker that free kick against Wolves is one of the best I've ever seen like yeah oh, great pick I think great pick. have you um have you been chatting to Cam before this pod because I feel like you've, you've said this to appease him now I have not no I have not spoke to Cam right <laughs> but he'll be very happy with you mate with your debut on the pod and I'm picking out a Southampton fan um for the listeners that don't quite know what FDR is that's fixture difficulty rating so um yeah they've got a lovely set of fixtures i really i really like that pick mate like i was actually playing around with a couple of southampton um assets and we'll go into them in a bit of detail i actually picked him out of being one of the teams that i think would really struggle at the start of the season Mm. and relegated and there was you know the first couple of games of the season i was like you know I'm, i'm vindicated here um but they have done really well um really like the way that they play i think solid everywhere even like the backups that they bring in um you know 
how good a business has Broher uh, and um, yeah. Livermento been? Amazing. So good. Is, is Livermento alone or is that permanent? Yeah, they're both from Chelsea, so they're Chelsea boys. Yeah, yeah. Broher's been unreal, unreal. Like a neighbor at the moment. I'm jealous of people who've got him in the team. He's just so, looks so good on the ball. Um, they've got Adams as well, who was a bit of a train last, last season, but sort of been riddled with injuries and stuff this season. But yeah, they've got a good squad. They've got a good squad. Um, but yeah, they're just sitting around mid-table at the moment, aren't they? So yeah. Yeah. It's a bit of a weird one. Weird one indeed, mate. Well, look, I think it probably makes sense uh, to drop my Maverick in here as well, rather than... Um, Save it for a late stage, but I've actually gone for for Broha this week. Um, five five point four, uh, really really good player. Um, I just I thought he was injured, otherwise I'd have brought him in earlier. Um, he's got an ownership of nine percent. So I've just managed to sneak him in. Um, XG of zero point two two, FPL goal involvement for the South Saints is forty percent, and minutes per attempt created is every 39 minutes so the bloke is involved in a lot of southampton's attacking prowess um what do you make of him mate as a because he's got like you said they've got some nice fixtures is he somebody that you're going to look to bring in for yeah for even even like he's, he's scoring way better than ronaldo i brought watkins in a four or five weeks ago because Villa had a good run of fixtures and he's just got two points every week. So mm-hmm. yeah, definitely, definitely great enabler to bring in, to bring in that second midfield spot. I'm, I'm looking at, although they've been a pretty poor son for, for Spurs, just to, just to save up some funds sort of thing. I can swap yeah. sort of like um, Rafinha or someone, but yeah, just to free up some funds. Broyer is an absolutely un- unbelievable pick and I'm jealous of people that have got him in their team at the moment. <laughs> um Mate, so while we've got you on here, I always like to chat in depth on on the the uh, guest teams. Norwich, obviously, since Dean Smith's come in, made a huge difference. They look more solid. But what do you see for Norwich for the rest of the season? Is it relegation? Yeah, unfortunately. Right. Okay. I just think we're so out of our depth. I think the signings we made were by Farker. And I feel like a lot of them haven't sort of come to fruition. Um, we've loaned Gilmore and Williams, which have been okay. Gilmore's had injuries and apparently not very good attitude sort of thing. Yeah. Um, we've got Rashika. Josh Sargent has been pretty bad. Missed a lot of good chances all season. I just don't think we're, we're at that level yet. I feel like Dean Smith's done really well, to be fair. Um, but yeah, I don't against Newcastle, who actually seem to be flying out, found their rhythm. Burnley, I think they'll go down as well. And then yeah. Watford, I think Roy will, will bring them clean sheets, but I don't think Watford have the power. I think Watford have a better team, a stronger team than Norwich. Um, I think Watford might go down. Brentford, potentially, on, on the cusp. But yeah, Everton should be okay. Um, and I think Leeds will be okay as well. Yeah, I'm not sure, mate. I, I just don't know. I was pretty certain of the my picks of, of relegation, but I watch Leeds now, and we've got a horrendous run. Um, or oh, what a set. Sorry, just to uh, no, was... interrupt. There's just been an absolute worldy save from De Gea there. Um, but Norwich have some ideal games, don't they? So they, well, after Liverpool, they have Saints, 
and Brentford Leeds. And then a couple of games later, they have uh, Burnley. So I feel like it's season defining for them. That that three game run. And I think Brentford have a similar run where they've got teams in and around us, including Leeds. Yeah, they've got Arsenal, Newcastle, Norwich, Burnley, Leeds again. And Leeds' run is disgusting. We've got um, United, Liverpool, Spurs, and then we've got like the season defining run. So I feel like our confidence is just going to get absolutely battered. Whereas you guys and Brentford might be okay by the time you come and play us. Yeah. Yeah, interesting. It's the, the business end of the season, isn't it? It's, yeah. Tough, tough fixes. I didn't realise how. Yeah, United and Leeds, um, that could be heavy. I don't know. United team aren't what I thought they were going to be. Mm. Under Ralph. Liverpool, yeah, I, I can't see beating Liverpool, unfortunately. Spurs, you might nick a point against Spurs or even beat Spurs. Spurs are a bit rocky at the moment as well. Mm. Norwich, you should beat. Is there anybody that you'd pick, like I was doing at the start of the season, no disrespect, but if it was like whoever plays Norwich, I'm going to pick the, my assets. Yeah. Is there anyone at the moment now that you think, oh, that team aren't great defensively? Is it is it Leeds? Is it Watford? Like, who is it? Well, yeah, Leeds and Norwich. I think like Leicester slip into there. Leicester have not been good. I think no. a few seasons ago when they'd see Inchu, Chilwell, Michael obviously playing really well. They just look really good. I remember Suncha was a great FPL pick, but now they've just dropped off massively. I saw a stat on Twitter yesterday, I think, and they've conceded like a ridiculous amount of goals from corners and free kicks and stuff like that. And it's just mm. doesn't bode well for them. They've not been, they can score. They've scored. Madison's doing well. Tillemans is doing well, but they've just, yeah, they look awful defensively. So potentially even Leicester. Um, United, mm, Teams have seem to be nicking one or two against them at the moment. Maybe even Spurs, but de- de- definitely Leeds and Norwich. <laughs> unfortunately yeah. for us, it's pretty shocking. And um, just last t- touch on Norwich uh, again. Um, who's your favourite player? Who do you like to watch? I think Matt Aaron's has got a real, real future. For him. It's going to be sad to see him go. I think he will go to to a bigger club. I, he's been. Apparently Bayern Munich wanted to loan him, but Norwich were literally not going to get anything out of that. And I don't think he would have played much. He's a great, I have had my doubts about him, but he's a great little player. Really good, gifted, really good on the ball. Mm-hmm. Um, can see him going far. If Norwich go down, I could potentially see him going to like a, an Everton or a Southampton or something like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, great, great player. Great player. Yeah, it's a shame. I would I would look at um, putting him in for a little bit, but I can't have anyone in the Norwich defence, mate. So. No, 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 no. Ollie. Not worth it. <laughs> cool, mate. Um, jump into your second Maverick pick then, bud. So my second Maverick pick is going to be Max Emilian Kilman for Wolves. Love it. At 4.6 million, 2.2% owned, 88 points. I was a bit worried that he doesn't start, but I had a look at his previous games. It looks like he started most games. And yeah, Wolves double coming up of Leicester and Arsenal. And as we know, they like they played Arsenal a few weeks ago. Only lost one 0 Arsenal were celebrating like they won the league. Wolves real outfit this season. Really, really yeah. like them. Leicester been conceding goals. So potentially not not yet. But Leicester and Arsenal double is, is could be okay for for this coming game week. And then West Ham Palace, and then of course Leeds. Yeah, Wolves just seem to be really good defensively. Sarr's got the most, the goalkeeper's got the most points 
for a goalkeeper this yeah. season, potentially the signing of the season. Um, unbelievable. Absolutely brick wall wall at the back keeping those defenders their clean sheet points so yeah Kilman I've had I've had Cody pretty much all season I think Kilman I think I think the wingers the wing backs are hard to predict I think they're often swapped around yeah um Tomato and Aitnauri and stuff I think Aitnauri was a great pick a few weeks ago but not sure if he's starting anymore that sort of thing so yeah, yeah. going with Kilman Al started didn't he which is weird mm-hmm. um Mate, amazing pick. I've been looking at this guy. Um, just love. He's got. A lot, I, I probably gets mentioned every time this guy gets mentioned, uh, gets spoken about. But he's got a futsal background. Oh wow! I didn't know that. Yeah. So he played. He started off playing futsal. Um, while he played, he played for England futsal, and then he signed for Maidenhead in 2018. Um, made his way up, joined Wolves. Saw that obviously he's had a little bit of talent, and you watch him now, and he just looks so composed on the ball. He's got all the physical assets. Um, he's he's young. I think he's he's got to be in and around the next England squad soon because we're not blessed with loads and loads of amazing centre backs, are we? Like we've no. got these slabheads still kicking around. Um, so yeah, I I think he's got a huge future, and under Bruno Large. He looks like he's learning loads of good little things to improve his career. So great pick, mate. Love it. Thank you very much. Yeah, I didn't know that. That's uh, that's why he's so good in the ball, I guess. Yeah. That yeah, yeah. Very good. What about pick. you then? Mav pick. My uh second Mav pick uh is four point five ownership of 0.8%. And he is in a bo- second half team. Who do you think it is? One guess. Um, second half, 0.8. Uh, I'm going to go someone like Guhi. Can't pronounce him for Palace. I think he's around that price. Low ownership. No, but uh, interesting. I've not really thought about him before. Uh, it's Corne of Burnley. Oh, yeah, that's a great shout. I've gone with him because they have two back-to-back um, double game weeks. Uh, he is a great player. There is some worry over his uh, involvement over all of them games. But at the moment, with um, Vout Veghorst, um looking like he could be carrying an injury, mm. it, it looks like he's going to probably play. And to be honest... I don't think Sean Dyche actually worries about injuries at this point. This run of games that he has, he's got to start picking. He's got games in hand. He's got to start picking up points. Yeah. They are playing much better. They're playing more like the Burnley of old. Yes. I think Corne's on free kicks. He's on most corners. Is he on corners or Brown Hill's on corners? Um, and he just looks like most attacking player that's going to do something. So, you know, the stats don't back that up too well. Um, his minutes, well, other than his minutes per attempt, it's 39 minutes per attempt, so similar to Broher, um, and his goal attempts are um, 0.60. His XG is only 0.14. So, yeah, take from that what you will, but for me, that's who I'd go with. Yeah, that's an unreal pick. So where, where did he come from? It was Leon or something. Leon, yeah. Yeah, I remember when Burnley signed him, I thought, well, that's a weird signing for Burnley. But yeah, it looks like... It can't, he's only 4.5 million. 
Yeah. Uh, what have I got it out on my list? 4.5, it says, I think. Yeah. Well, and potentially plays out of position up front as well. So I've got, got course injured. I've got a funny feeling that I've actually wrote that down wrong with the 4.5 million. Let me he is cheap. He is cheap. Know that. No, that's absolute rubbish. He's 5.9. Okay. Okay. But still, midfield potentially plays up front. Yes, exactly. Cheap option. But he is only 0.8, which is crazy. I think. Yeah, I can't believe how low that is, to be honest. Seems mm. massive on Twitter. Everyone's on Twitter, especially for this run. How much do you? How much of the Twitter sphere do you take, mate? When you when you play your teams, do you listen to what they say, or do you just ignore it and do it? You've you got to take it all with a pinch of salt. There is, I think, there's some absolute rubbish, and people just put it out there for sort of views or that sort of thing, likes and stuff. But um, a lot of it's really good. Uh, there was, there was, I've got a friend from from back home who's uh, always been really good at, at fantasy, and I just basically said straight up asking, like, "How are you so good? What what do you do?" And he was just asked, oh, "Just Twitter." Um, gave me a few accounts to follow. So Ben Dinnery is great for injuries and stuff. Ben Crellin just has the spreadsheets, absolute wizard with that. You just know all the fixtures coming up. I think the biggest the biggest asset is planning ahead. You know about the double game weeks as the, as they come about. You know about the blanks. You can plan your team around that, and that really helps. I'm I'm a big advocate for not taking hits. I think last season I literally took one hit, and potentially this season I've only taken one hit. Wow. Um, <laughs> and I think that that because rarely because four points is a big amount of points i feel but so, some people choose to play i know there's an analysis on the number one multiple times over the season and they've taken nine or ten hits throughout and paid off massively so it's just the way you play the game i don't really like doing it mm. um especially seeing as soon as you, the game week starts just that rank drop instantly because you've taken a hit it's not not a nice feeling so i just try to avoid that's probably my tactic really but yeah that's uh yeah yeah so um are you a saver on the old transfers each week then yeah try i like having two i like having two i try and yeah it's all about the planning isn't it yeah all about planning. so yeah i've only used one this week out of my two saved um might use the second because it is a double game week and i could maximize points from that but we'll see we'll see very good cool mate well let's jump into the bargain bucket and mav cap who have you got for our bargain bucket pick so probably should use kilman for my bargain bucket but i'm going to go for gabriel he is 6.4 percent owned which i can't believe is so low yeah. um five million playing for an arsenal team that seems to be picking up a lot of clean sheets at the moment um yeah. white seems to be like a good signing He's also cheap, but he's got quite high ownership. Um, Ramsdale's been really good. I remember when he, when he first joined, everyone was absolutely ruining him on Twitter for some of his actions. But yeah, it seems to be really good. Somehow manages to pick up the bonus points a lot. Gabriel has been getting on the getting on the score sheet as well. A few goals, a few headed goals in him. 1-0 wins where he's got 15 points, got a clean sheet, three bonus and a goal sort of thing. Um, Arsenal do have a nice run of fixtures. We've got Brentford and Wolves, who are not best attacking options they have got the blank in 27 so if you've got the free hit or can afford to bring him in then great option then they've got Watford Leeds and Villa so I think Gabriel is an absolute great shot especially if you don't have Ramsdale as well no no I really like it and I've actually played with having him in my team um because he's great at set pieces as you say um I think he's got a few headers and mm -hmm. he looks a really good player like 
very unarsenal esque Someone solid, good on the yeah. ball. Doesn't look like he does too much off the pitch. Um, so yeah, I, I really like that pick, mate. And, and on the Arsenal theme, we're we're on the same wavelength here, mate. Yeah, we are. We've looked at the fixtures. I think that's what it is. That's no, it. It. you know, it's got the good fixtures. Um, I've gone with Saka for my Mav captain choice. I mean, I think honestly, warning. If you do go against Salah, I think you're a crazy man. Um, but if I was going to go off Salah, it would either be Trent or Saka. I just love Saka. I think he's an amazing FPL. Yeah. What do you think of Saka? Yeah, no, agree. I've had him in my team multiple times this season. I actually took him out for that Norwich. I think he got 13 points against Norwich. Took him out, free-hitted him out for Martinelli because Martinelli was on a great run of form. So he's, he's hurt me in the past. But we'll see, yeah, I'm not sure about the I've not, Arsenal. It seems like Chelsea and Arsenal just haven't played in absolutely weeks. Um, yeah. So interesting to see how they how they come back. But Smith-Rowe, do you think his spot's an option? His, his spot is uh, under threat, sorry? Smith-Rowe? Well, Saka's, Saka's to Smith-Rowe, to Odegaard, to Martinelli. What do you think he's got his spot secured? Well, Martinelli's a suspended first game, isn't he? Ah, OK. Oh, of so, course, yeah, got the, got the red card. And then Odegaard's more central, and so Smith Rowe. Pepe's bag of rubbish. Yeah, I think he's nailed. Okay, yeah, great shot. Great shot. Yeah, no, I, I agree. That's a that's a really good pick, especially with Arsenal's Arsenal's fixtures, as I said. Yeah. Cool. All right, mate. Well, to finish. Where do you think you're going to come in the FPL Mavericks league? Are you going to hold on to this top spot? You've got a bit of a league. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I think oh, I'd like to, but anything can happen. You know, it's football. That's like I, I use, I'm a big stats man. I've sort of like built my own algorithm to predict like who's going to get the best points each game week, wow. look at all the fixtures, stuff like that. So, my, yeah, as you said, my background's in analytics. I work as a data scientist. So, love that sort of stuff. Um, but whether it comes to fruition, who knows? But it's it's football, like you can't predict. That's why betting is a thing because anything can happen. Norwich can beat Man City three two. That's the greatest game of my life, probably. But yeah, yeah, anything can happen. Mate, I just I don't want to end the pod too prematurely here. Hang on a minute. You've built your own algorithm. Are you going to talk us through this a little bit more? Ah, uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I do a lot of work in Python code and a bit of a project. Um, last summer was just to, I've always said to my mates, like, because I've always worked in that, my mates from back home have known that I've, uh, I work in, in IT and work in Python and stuff like that. They said, oh, you, you're, you're always winning the group back home. You're always winning the league back home because you build, you've built an algorithm that just picks the team for you. And I'm always joking around like, oh yeah, 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 of course I have sort of thing. And then one day I was actually like, why don't I actually just give it a go, give it a try. Yeah. So yeah. Build Python script that basically scrapes all the FPL data. It's really good. You can just get there's an API that you can just ping and get all the uh, fancy data. So bring that in, shuffle it around, move it around, uh, make it historic. So I'm not predicting on future data, and then yeah. uh, train a model basically on just the standard stuff: um, goals from previous game week, points from previous game week, um, yellow cards, corners, clean sheets, that sort of thing, yeah. um, and then just run it each week. Um, I've got it even in the doubles now. So I think Robertson was the top pick last week. And I think 
potentially Sanchez. Sanchez was the captain pick this week, so let's see how he does. Well, um, but it's not it's not great. It gives it gives me an idea of players to pick. Yeah, um, it did say Spurs defenders had Sanchez and Emerson Royale high up. That's why I brought in Emerson Royale, but he's been awful since. Yeah. So sometimes you don't you don't need to listen to it. You don't need to listen to it. But um, it's it's quite skewed on um, previous game week points. Yeah. So if someone's done well, if like for instance, I think next game we could have Sterling in there because he scored eighteen points, eleven in the previous game week. So it's it's, it's like got a bit of a form thing. So it's easy they're doing well, bring them in. But then I know for well, Pep Roulette is probably going to Sterling will be dropped, and Mares and Greenish and Foden will come in. So yeah, I definitely need to. I haven't updated the algorithm recently. Uh, I need to improve. I need to include like XG um, and the stats you're talking about, like. Um, minutes per involvement minutes per fbl point that sort of thing yeah but um yeah it's definitely it's definitely helped me um so i make my picks basically i've got got um a printout that gives me the best i use fdr it's not great but as i've just been talking to you from my little picture with all the fixtures i know southampton have the best five next fdr rating yeah, fixtures, um, and then if they sort of James Wood Prowse is going to score high on the on the algorithm, so something like that, I can see he's got good fixtures. He's scoring well this this next game week, so look at it bringing in a player like that. So I think that's why I've done well this season, as well as not taking hits. So yeah, there's some some of my tips, but you can choose to play however you want. Mate, I love it. I think it's fascinating. I'm a big advocate of looking the eye test for sure. I think that's the only different like that's my point of difference is that I think I can see stuff through just my football knowledge Mm -hmm. but then also I think you've got to use the the data and you've got to see you've got it you can't ignore it you can't but then also you have to look at the social things in football as well you know yeah injuries managers falling out Mm -hmm. um, you know things that can affect a human being you still need to take that into consideration you know, if you hear Salah's got a little bit of a, a niggle after the Champions League game, does that come into your thinking? You know, things like that. There's so many factors, isn't there? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Very, very interesting. You're going to have to show me through this algorithm. Oh, I will do. I'll bring it to training. I'll bring it to training. Um, just quickly, I, I just want to ask you, how did you um, how did you find watching the games over here? Because they're on at ridiculous times. I actually love it because I watch more football due to Optus. Mm-hmm. I did back home and I went home recently. Um, I actually try and avoid scores at all costs and then wake up in the morning and and either watch the full game if it's Leeds United or um, watch the mini matches, which I think you get more than enough from. It's like 25 minutes of the best bits of the action. Obviously, you don't see the full tempo of the game, Mm -hmm. but you get really good understanding of what happened in the game and and it doesn't, you know... Um, stop you from making good picks, in my opinion. So, okay. Have you yeah, got? I, think I do not have Optus Sport. I think I need to invest. It's only like fourteen ninety nine a month or something. So, yeah. Nah, mate. So, who who's your phone with? I'm with someone called Catch Connect, which is run through Optus. So I'm wondering. Oh, well, you, you can probably you get free Optus Sport. Okay. okay. Yeah. But we can chat about that, mate. Okay. Tim, absolutely loved having you on, mate. We'll definitely have you on again, and we'll probably get you on with somebody else as well. Someone that's probably um heavy on the data for the run-in um and uh we'll see how you maverick picks do mate thank you very much no it's been a pleasure thank you very much for having me on it's been fun enjoyed it mate speak soon thank you bye-bye